Hello, sweethearts. Thanks for joining me today on Love Letters 2, the daily podcast dedicated to wonderful and unexpected things. In today's episode, continuing through our month of muses and makers, it is a love letter to John Singer Sargent and Thomas McKellar. We all know John Singer Sargent as one of the most renowned portrait painters of all time. No doubt he was a master of his craft, but few of us know about the man who served as his muse for his last and most ambitious works. It was only in 2017 that the sketches of his model and muse, Thomas McKellar, were discovered, uncovering one of the most fascinating artistic relationships in history. I'm Alicia Mintz, and I invite you to join me today for this love letter to John Singer Sargent and Thomas McKellar, coming to you right after a brief word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. John Singer Sargent and Thomas McKellar. John Singer Sargent, you may not be a name that is recognized by a person who is not familiar with the art world, but undoubtedly, even those who do not know your name would recognize some of your magnificent work. You were born on January 12, 1856, in Florence, Italy, to American parents. Raised moving around in Europe, you were exposed to many different cultures and spoke several languages. You are also considered one of the greatest artists of all time, but you are also a talented musician too. At the young age of 23, you dazzled the art world with a portrait of your teacher, and although that was not your first painting, you shocked the art world when you debuted your now-celebrated portrait called Madame X in Paris in 1884. Madame X is a provocative painting of Virginie Gautreau, which is an astounding 7 feet 8 inches by 3 feet 7 inches. The main cause of the uproar was that in the original painting, Madame X's left strap of her dress was left hanging below her shoulder. Art critics at the time called the piece scandalous and immoral. You actually had to move to Britain to recover from the Madame X scandal, but the painting now hangs proudly in the Metropolitan Museum of Art in New York City, although you did change the strap of her dress to be solidly on her shoulder. That criticism did not stop you from becoming the most talented and celebrated portrait painter of your generation. You were famous for your luscious, flattering society portraits during the Gilded Age at the end of the 19th century. You also painted portraits of your friends and fellow artists like Robert Louis Stevenson, Henry James, Claude Monet, and Isabella Stewart Gardner. You also painted portraits for two presidents, Theodore Roosevelt and Woodrow Wilson. Portrait commissions from the rich were what made you a recognized and prolific artist, 
but you eventually grew tired of this type of work and wanted to try new things. Although you were undoubtedly famous for your portrait work of the rich and famous of your time, you created many other pieces of art for which you aren't as well known. It was not until many years after your death that an unknown collection of your drawings was found. This was an exceptional finding, not just because they were never before seen pieces of work by one of the greatest painters in the world, but also because of the subject of the drawings. It was in January 2017 that the collection was found in a storage facility at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum in Boston. You and Isabella Stewart Gardner were friends, and apparently you had given these drawings to her, which she kept at her home until they were transferred to the museum after her death. Art historians believe that this was most likely your intention, as you knew Isabella to be a great steward of art and had already opened her museum in 1903. You may not have been ready for the world to see this work before you died, but you wanted to make sure that they would see it eventually. The collection of drawings found in 2017 were signed by you, so we know them to be authentic. They are beautiful, detailed, and also sensual and erotic. They imply a great deal of intimacy between you and the subject that modeled for them. The model in your drawings was your muse for almost a decade toward the end of your life. He was a black man named Thomas McKellar. Thomas McKellar was a young black elevator attendant at Boston's Hotel Vendrome when you met him. You were 60, and Thomas was a strapping 26-year-old when you saw him in the elevator and told him that his physique would have artistic value and asked him to become your model. You had been commissioned to do murals for the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. By this time, you had turned your talents from your famed portraits to public mural projects and other types of work. As Boston's favorite painter, you were asked to decorate the new museum's public spaces, including the Grand Staircase and Rotunda. These murals would be your last and most ambitious work. The figures depicted in the murals are from classical mythology and serve as allegories for the museum's role as the guardian of fine arts. The masterful murals would be the culmination of your career. These giant areas that you decorated were far grander than any canvas and were meticulously planned and thought out by you. Your vision was truly astonishing, and the result still inspires awe in the visitors who see it. Thomas McKellar, you played an essential role in these murals as well. You were John Singer Sargent's muse, and he transformed you into mythological gods and goddesses forever to be admired. In other words, you were a model for the gods. John Singer Sargent, no one is entirely sure what the nature of your feelings were for McKellar, but it is very clear that you were captivated by his physical form and features, and based on the art he inspired you to create, it seems apparent that you felt strongly drawn and attached to him. Thomas McKellar, sadly, you were erased from the history of these enormous works of art for almost a hundred years. But finally, we are now able to learn about you, the black model behind the murals of white gods and goddesses. 
to honor your importance, the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum launched an exhibit called Boston's Apollo, Thomas McKellar and John Singer Sargent in 2020. The museum described the exhibit in part as, Displayed together for the first time, the drawings provide a window into the metamorphosis of race, gender, and identity, and attest to a relationship between two men, artist and model, at a time of intense social upheaval. This exhibition brings together Sargent's drawings and related historical materials to tell the story of McKellar's life. His central importance in Sargent's major artistic commissions in the Boston area considers critical questions of race, class, and sexuality as relevant today as they were in Gilded Age Boston. The discovery of the drawings and studies John Singer Sargent did of you show us that he didn't just sketch you in preparation for those murals. He also sketched many additional drawings of you in a variety of poses, including many fully nude depictions of you. Thomas McKellar, not only were you the model for all of the characters on the murals at the Museum of Fine Arts, but you were also one of the two models used for the murals for the Widener Library at Harvard University. In addition, you served as the body model for a portrait that Sargent painted of Harvard's president, Abbott Lawrence Lowell. You even sat wearing Lowell's clothing during the sitting for this portrait. This was ironic because Lowell was a notorious racist who had tried to ban black students from the dorms at Harvard University, and although he was unsuccessful in that attempt, Abbott Lawrence Lowell did successfully purge all openly gay students from Harvard University. John Singer Sargent, the only major nude painting you did was of Thomas. It was not meant for public viewing, but you hung it in your studio so that you could admire it privately. By that time, it clearly had a great deal of sentimental meaning to you. There is evidence that you reworked and refined this painting over time. It appears from memory because it was finished well after your last session with McKellar. The portrait was found in your studio after your death. You left no explanation although you surely knew there would be questions. Today, that nude portrait of Thomas now hangs on the wall of Boston's Museum of Fine Arts, alongside many of your portraits of white society ladies. John Singer, Sergeant, you left for England and painted your last oil portrait of Grace Curzon, Marchioness Curzon of Kettleston, in 1925, prior to the unveiling of the murals. Sadly, you died of heart disease in London prior to the unveiling and never heard the amazing acclaim your work received. Tom McKellar, you didn't attend the unveiling either. The day you heard of Sargent's death, you went to see a friend of his who reported that you simply said, I just came to pay my respects, sir. You shook his hand and then left. In your only known interview, years later in 1948, you were proud of the murals and said, Atlas with the world on his shoulders, this was my body except my head. In fact, the body of all the gods and goddesses were yours, or at least directly inspired by you. Here's to you, John Singer Sargent and Thomas McKellar, a muse and maker partnership that played a pivotal role in Boston's public art. Together, you unlock tremendous creative potential. Nearly 100 years after your murals were completed, 
they are still treasured and admired. Thanks so much for listening to this love letter to John Singer Sargent and Thomas McKellar. Until we meet again tomorrow, darlings, stay in love. Thanks for listening to Love Letters 2, a Hemlock Creatives production. Feel like showing some love to Love Letters 2? We'd love it if you tell a friend or leave us a kind review or even come and visit us on social media. You can find us at Instagram or Facebook at Love Letters 2 Podcast. You can also reach out and email us at loveletters2podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at loveletters2podcast.com. Until we meet again in the next episode, darlings. Stay in love.